Part of my ministry, and actually it's just a huge part of living the Christian faith, is listening to people. And one thing that I hear again and again is the struggle of personal faith. Now, there is a basic understanding of what we as Christians believe. We say the creed every week, and that's wonderful. I think even more people have some familiarity with John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And yet there's still this ongoing struggle. What does this mean for me in my world? Some people are always asking questions. Why? How? They tell me that their mind never shuts off. Sometimes they fight cynicism because the struggle seems so much bigger than any immediate answers. Other people deal with an endless assault of hard circumstances. It can be relational, financial, physical, emotional. Sometimes I see people who seemingly are hit with all four almost all the time. And I hear painful questions. What is God trying to tell me? Why aren't my prayers being answered? Does God care? Is God even there? All of today's readings converge to give us a perspective on this mindset. Now, to be honest, the questions are not answered directly because God's way is just not to give us detailed answers to our particular issues. Instead, and I use the word again, God gives us a perspective that enables us to live in faith. St. Paul wrote to the Romans and said, if we could see everything clearly, then it wouldn't be faith. And scripture tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So we need a godly perspective. A good place to start is to remember that no one who struggles deeply with personal faith is alone. It is common to humanity to have critical questions which go to the core of one's being. It is even more common to face circumstances that strike at the heart of life's meaning and purpose. And so if you have deep questions, if you are being hit with suffocating circumstances, you are not alone. And one way we know this is because Moses, and this was around 4,000 years ago, Moses was facing people who were looking for answers. It was near the end of their 40-year wilderness wanderings. The people had gone through hard times. 
The first generation that had been rescued from Egypt had died. And the people wondered if the God who had given their parents those promises years before was going to do what he had said. And their thoughts turned in on themselves. And they were asking, what do we need to do to get God's attention? Moses gives a short answer. Listen to God and obey his commands. But how do we listen to God? And it's as if Moses reads their minds, but you know actually the Holy Spirit was working through Moses to know what to say. And in short, Moses tells them, you don't need to go on a big pilgrimage. You don't have to go anywhere. What God is saying is something very near to you. We live in a world of mistaken ideas and even insidious lies that say that God is too remote. Issues are too complicated. No. God is here. And this has been powerfully presented to us in the Incarnation. When God took on a fully human form in the person of Jesus, it was even beyond what Moses could have perceived. Jesus Christ is God with us. And that's what St. Paul tells the Colossians today. Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God, and in Him all things hold together. The modern world has become so scientific that we do not look beyond the amazing natural laws and explanations of how the universe works and we do understand an incredible amount today. Just what we've learned in science in the last few decades would blow people's minds from generations ago. But behind and beyond and underneath all of those natural laws and scientific explanations is the God who created it all. The sustaining presence of God is as close as sunrise each day. God is as close as each beat of our hearts. God is in control. God is at work. Sometimes we get so absorbed in our personal issues in our problems that we lose perspective <clears throat> you know if if you open your hand and and hold it right at your nose all you can see is the palm of your hand and yet the other side of our hand does not make the wider world go away it just blocks us from seeing it and our issues and problems can do that to us. Big questions and hard circumstances can some come so close 
that they obliterate the larger reality from our perspective that God is here. God is in control. God is at work. And our loss of perspective does not stop God. So how do we keep perspective? Well, that's the gospel. The man asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus answered with a question that takes us all the way back to Moses. Heed the voice of the Lord your God and keep his commandments. And what does God command? Love. We are the ones who too often make this command difficult. We can be like the man in the gospel story and raise complicating questions just so that we do not have to face God's commands. But above and beyond all of our questions, there is one way to be close to God, to love as he wants us to love. Because you see, God is already close to us. We are immersed in God every second of every day. There is no place where God is not. Moses told the people that the command is something very near to you, already in your mouth and in your heart. Already in your mouth, we confess the creed. Already in your heart, we have been enlivened in baptism. So if God is close to us, why do we have a problem? The problem is whether we really want to be close to God. Beyond our questions, beyond our issues, beyond hard circumstances and problems, do I want to be close to God above and beyond everything else? If so, we open our hearts. Moses told the people, and the law scholar admitted to Jesus, love with all your heart. And so we open our hearts to God. We open our hearts to love others. We open our hearts so that we can see beyond that figurative hand that we can so easily put before our eyes. And then we find God is here. His name is love. And it's out of that godly perspective that we can live and we can love. Amen.